This is the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Welcome to the Odd and Not Beat Podcast, hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the ever-complacent Louis Fox. That's right. I just sit back and take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're a go. You're just sort of a go with the flow sort of dude. Sort of going with the flow. Yeah. I mean, you I never I, say no to things that I propose doing unless it's like eating avocado or uh, you know. <laughs> I think that's about it. Yes, and I would be down with it, but I knew I wouldn't poop my pants. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of. I went with the flow this week, so I was out of town in Reno all last week, and right after I left, my wife lost her wedding ring. I saw that she posted that she had lost her wedding ring and some other your engagement ring, I believe your. Or no, it was, and she has know. like an Irish Ireland ring. Her too. commitment ring. Yeah. <laughs> her community. They all ring. just mysteriously disappeared all at once. Yeah, but when I got the text, I'm like, oh shoot! Like, does she mean like, like, am I in trouble? Did I do something I don't know about? What? Like, uh, why did she throw all these out? Was she mad at you? <laughs> well, so we didn't know initially she threw them out. We just knew it was missing. And when she sent me the text, I was like, what did I do that I'm not aware of? <laughs> what kind of trouble am I in? That she- you don't eat avocado. That's grounds for divorce right there, man. It, it is in Southern California and Northern Mexico. <laughs> what was the resolution? Well, so I get home and we search everywhere it could be. And she's better about like whenever I take mine off around the house, I'm usually working with my hands and don't want to get it all gross. So I'll just put it near wherever and I lose mine all the time. She doesn't. She's really disciplined. So See, turn- that's why I've never been married, man, is I'm afraid I'll lose the wedding ring. <laughs> that's that's why Erica get- has not bought me a wedding ring. She's like, <laughs> you're just going to lose this thing. Yeah, I'm just throwing money away. We get to the last place we think it could be is the garbage. So I go outside with a week's worth of garbage because I've been gone all week and just start going through garbage bags. I put, put open my little table and I'm just sorting through every piece of garbage. I touched everything. It was amazing. I yacked. I was like, did you really? Yeah. Gross. Yeah. But you know what? Found the first ring. I'm like, yes. And then, which was the Irish ring, not the important one to me. Uh Um, And then I had this, yes, they're both here. Than the reality that they're not going to be next to each other. I got to sit through two more gallons. <laughs> was she more excited crap. about the Irish ring than the wedding ring? I think she, I think she is. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. And uh, so, why did she throw them out? What was the uh, genesis of that? So we she she was sorting through stuff to get rid of because we're getting ready to move, and she set them. <laughs> She has the garage sale pile and the key pile. <laughs> and the wedding ring mysteriously made it in the garage sale pile. Kind of, yeah. This wasn't even garage sale. It makes no sense. I would dive deeper into this. I would get a private investigator, man. What is going on? Well, so she was going, she, so she took her rings off, set them on her dresser, and then was going through like drawers, getting rid of stuff, setting it on the dresser near it. So she scooped it all up at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the story. Uh, yeah. Do you believe it? <laughs> I think this was a loyalty test to see how much garbage I'd sift through for her. <laughs> and the answer is an entire garbage bag. Uh, like three. <laughs> Would you have dumpster dived for it if it was like in a giant dumpster? Uh, Would you maybe. dive to the bottom of the ocean? No, no one can. Come on. Would you go in one of those ball pits? That were like no. The, yeah, no way. There was always the rumor that kids pee their pants on those all the time. 
And the first time Ella was one in one as a little kid, she totally beat her pants and we're like, uh, get well, out. There, there was a fact a long time ago that one out of four missing kids are just at the bottom of a McDonald's ball pit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad you found it. And uh, let's get to the stories, Louie. Let's do it. Get to some weird news. All right. This story comes from BigRapidNews.com. That's a news source more reliable than impersonating the judge at your own fraud trial. You don't think that'd work? I think that'd work. <laughs> you know that mirror thing with the actual judge where you both put your hands up at the same time and move around? We're going to take a vote, folks. Jurors! <laughs> we would like you to address the elephant in the room. Who do you really think is the judge here? <laughs> This old white guy or, uh, you know, me, the person with uh, the four teardrop tattoos. (laughs) Clearly the teardrop tattoos. (laughs) I just had a thought. Like if a judge sentences someone to death and they die and get killed in prison, does the judge get the teardrop tattoos for killing people in prison? Oh, well, the judge didn't kill them in prison. Does the executioner? (laughs) I would think the person who killed them gets the teardrop tattoo. (laughs) All right, story goes, corrections officer impersonator arrested at Miami school. Yeah, there was also a sheriff impersonator and a prince impersonator as well that were arrested. Hey, where's the Liberace? Everyone leaves the Liberace out. An 18-year-old is accused of impersonating a corrections officer while talking to staff members at a Miami high school. That's the worst thing to go like, hey, what are you in for? impersonated a jail guard at a high school yeah i mean if think if you're gonna impersonate like what do you have to gain impersonating a jail guard at a, a high school i would think you would want to do that at other places you know like, like a jail a prison yeah <laughs> they're like we know you don't work at the corrections facility you were just prom king last month <laughs> we know you don't belong here you're too nice <laughs> miami dade school police noticed the young man inside miami palmetto senior high school around 1 p.m thursday He was wearing a Miami-Dade County Corrections and Rehabilitation Department jacket and traffic vest and had a Florida Corrections badge with a photo that police said did not look like him at all, the report said. If it's illegal to have a photo that doesn't look like you, everyone would go to jail because their DMV photo does not look like them. Yeah, I guess it's like I kind of comes down to what he's trying to do, right? It, shouldn't, it can't be illegal just to wear that stuff around, right? Yeah, he's like, I'm not impersonating a cop. This is a uniform from the Geo Group, a privately owned prison. Yeah, this is how I dress every day. Who are you to tell me how to dress? I just bought this uniform at the Goodwill. Absolutely. (laughs) I bought this at the Spirit Halloween the day after (laughs) Halloween, 75% off. I can show you the receipts. (laughs) Who's into a sexy jail guard? (laughs) The young man told officers that he'd just been hired by the corrections department and that he would be attending the academy soon. Police said he had a handcuff case attached to his belt along with a pouch on his hip in the shape of a firearm. But the problem is he didn't, I don't believe he had any of those things. No. So it's like you can't have a case. 
Like, I don't know. Well, so it says officers detained him and patted him down. They found a pair of handcuffs, a thermometer shaped like a firearm, a pocket knife, and two credit cards that did not belong to him. But that's the exact contents of the glove box of my car. Yeah. Well, you have a thermometer that's shaped like a firearm. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You got that AK-47 thermometer. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I do. I've got the bazooka thermometer. (laughs) I got the hand grenade. I got the the switchblade thermometer. (laughs) He was arrested for impersonating an officer, trespassing on school property with a firearm, unlawfully possessing a stolen credit card or debit card, burglary, and unlawful use of a police badge. But they just said he didn't have a firearm. That's the messed up thing. Yeah, it was a thermometer. So, you know, it's like, so you can take your temperature uh, on your forehead. You know, and it looks like, you know, you're about to commit suicide. It's, it's like, it's, it's like the gun lighter. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to, yeah, if you're going to outlaw that, you're going to be like, well, he had a tattoo of a gun. He has a firearm. Yeah, he has a thumb and a finger. It's a firearm. <laughs> he complained of heart pain and difficulty breathing and was taken to a hospital to be checked out before being booked in jail. The real question is what happened? Did he have a heart attack or... He's 18 years old, dude. <laughs> didn't didn't Everlast have like a heart attack when he was like 20? You mean the House of Pain guy? Yeah. No, oh, come on now. Yeah, totally did. That's yes. when he went from House of Pain to Everlast. He's like, aha, <laughs> I got to change my name. That <laughs> can't, can't kill me. <laughs> you can't. I'm Everlast. I'm Everlast. No, in 99, Everlast, 29 years old. Oh, Everlast was 29 years old. Yeah, Everlast. That's, that's that's eleven years older than this kid. Yeah, but in, in House of Pain time, it's <laughs> only two years. No, that's a lot more years. <laughs> that heart's probably seen fifty years of drugs and alcohol. Well, that's why. That's why he. I think he became a straight edge after that because of it, of it. Ah, so uh, what do you think of this kid, Louis? I think the kid's kind of kid probably needs some help, some guidance, maybe from the high school guidance counselor to Ooh, find a better career. Yeah. Maybe that's why he was there. Yeah, he's <laughs> like I gotta figure out how to become a uh, fake cop. I just uh, want to know how that conversation goes. Like he just walks into the high school. He's like, "Hey, I'm a uh, you know I work at the co- co- corrections facility. Let me talk to some young women." Yeah. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Like what? What do you, what do you think you're going to accomplish at this? I don't know. Like, hey, we need to take this guy back into custody. I'm a bounty hunter. Like, oh, possibly, possibly. Oh, that that might be the the angle. Yeah, I would imagine. And then he takes his temperature and says, "I got the wrong guy. <laughs> I'm looking for someone with 98.4." <laughs> All right, so uh, so yeah, we hope that this kid gets some help. Hope he uh, gets off on these bunk charges. Yeah, they're total bunko charges, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And what are the cops doing watching the high school? How do they even know that the guy's there? Yeah, how do they know he's there? How does... There's so many questions. How does the school officials know what an actual prison uniform looks like? Yeah, right? And how did they not know if it was a credit card or a debit card? <laughs> yeah, that's the million dollars. <laughs> Seems pretty obvious. <laughs> All right, I like it. I do too.
Weird News Story Part 2. This story comes from ExploreJeffersonPA.com. That's a news source more reliable than doing genealogy on 23 and funnymemes.com. Oh, is that us? That's a real thing? <laughs> it should be. <laughs> Nebraska man's at home DNA test reveals he has 18 half siblings or nine siblings. <laughs> a Nebraska man said in at-home DNA test led to a shocking discovery. He and his brother have 18 half-siblings about whom they've never knew. And it also revealed he has COVID. <laughs> he not only found out he has 18 half-siblings, he also has one three-quarter sibling and a full sibling that identifies as an only child. <laughs> Screw you guys. Quentin Sathoff of Franklin said his younger brother used a 23andMe DNA kit, and both men were shocked when it revealed they were donor-conceived, a fact that had never been revealed to them before. Quentin is like, in retrospect, I've always wondered why my brother's a ginger, and I'm black. <laughs> Sathoff said he took his own 23andMe DNA test and was surprised to find out he had 18 half-siblings from his biological father. His biological father is the shittiest magi magician of all time. <laughs> One of these days, I'm going to get this trick right. I'll get this song in half trick <laughs> correct. I just remember thinking, wow, Sathoff told NTV. Sathoff said he tracked down some of his previously unknown siblings and contacted them on social media. Did he not know you can contact them through Ancestry.com? Oh, you can? Yeah. Well... I guess, uh, you know, 23andMe doesn't have that feature. Uh, oh, yeah. It's, it's 23andMe, not 23 and my relatives. <laughs> no, because you're saying Ancestry.com does. That's a completely different organization, Louis. I would imagine they both have the same uh, capabilities. If that sounds. It's like it should be like 23 and 18 of me. <laughs> That's the new Lifetime show this guy's <laughs> pitching. I can completely understand if you don't want to respond to this, but if you do, it looks like we are half siblings, and I was just curious to know if you had any other information about it or if you're interested in building a relationship, Sathoff wrote. P.S. Uh, I need you to send me $500 in Google Play gift cards <laughs> because I'm in trouble. I'm rescuing a small village in Nigeria. <laughs> P.S. Can I interest you in an extended auto warranty? <laughs> he said he soon received responses from half-siblings in Nebraska, Texas, North Carolina, Maryland, and North Dakota. All places I'm not surprised that there are half-siblings in. All places I would not reach out to people who lived in. <laughs> Sedhoff said he has not attempted to contact his biological father, but he has seen photos. Why was, wouldn't he try and contact the father, his dad? Well, maybe he was an anonymous donor, right? Like maybe the guy didn't want to get contacted. May, but the people didn't want to be contacted either. That's the thing. How, now, now how, you, wait, wait, wait. How do you, wait, what are you saying? Who doesn't the, want the, to get contacted? The brothers didn't necessarily want to be contacted either. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that this guy was obviously was a donor at a, like a sperm bank. Yep. And so he probably did so anonymously as opposed to the kids don't have a choice. That's, I guess you're right there, but now, all right. So you had tried it. We think we talked about it on the podcast a long time ago, had tried to donate at the sperm bank and got shot down. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, yeah, this is, this is, this is no good. We can't sell this. <laughs> but like, This is expired before it came out. This is like, if it was weed, it would be like the sticks and stems and, and like oregano. 
<laughs> like, It'd be like the sh- the shake. <laughs> so anyway, if if yours was accepted, would you want to hear from the kids? Uh, maybe I think down the road. But the thing is, is that there's a lot of them, so you never know, like like what they're going to need or, you know, their emotional state, you know, some could, you know, that that's, I think it's like you're getting into murky waters, right? It'd be cool to like, no, but the people who are your parents are the people who took care of you and ah, raised you. Those are your parents. That sounds you know? like a meme that's on a, the meme I would see on the Twitter, on the TikTok. <laughs> the parent is the one who was there for you when your homework was due. Well, that's true. It's true. I mean, all that's... you did is all I did is get thirty bucks for uh, you know whacking off into a cup, and then yeah. bam! All of a sudden, I'm your parent. Your real parent is the one that, <laughs> that got involved in a college bribe <laughs> scandal to get you into Harvard as a rower. Your real parent is the one that takes care of you, not the one that fails to pay child support. <laughs> Exactly. And only and only sends you five dollars every other birthday. <laughs> so we just got a card, a Christmas card from Carrie Lynn's grandparents, and they gave us fifty bucks, and we are blown away because normally it's like five dollars. They're making up for it, man. Yeah, I mean we don't expect money from them, but it was we were like, what are they? That's dying? a weird Christmas gift, though. That's like a birthday gift. Yeah, we were like, though, are they dying? And I'm like, oh yeah, they're old. <laughs> Maybe they're using this to launder money. <laughs> How do you launder money? Christmas cards. <laughs> All right. So the, after the guy looked at the picture of his dad, he said, I was blown away. We almost looked like we are twins, he said. Sahoff said he is hoping to meet some of his half-siblings at a get-together in the near future. I would just encourage any parent that is using this technology to conceive, be open with your kids. Be honest with them as soon as you can. That way it won't be as much of a shock to them in the future, he said. I like how they're they're referring to the sperm bank as technology. It's like isn't it just like the turkey baster? Uh I think it's a little bit more elaborate than the turkey baster, but yeah, essentially. <laughs> it's, 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 it's Is he Should it be just that technology or any technology? Like do you tell your kid like you were conceived using the help of Vibro 2000? <laughs> you were conceived by accident. <laughs> uh yeah and so the, the talks a little bit more about some people meeting for the first time who were who were full siblings that they never knew about um so yeah i mean what do you think about this louis i think it's fun to to kind of get that like my older brother's adopted so he did the test and found out he has like a cousin or like no i think it actually might be a half a half sibling as well um and did he find out who his real parents are no, the, he he was adopted from an orphanage in Korea. His he, he's uh, he looks a lot like Kim Jong Un though. So, oh really? <laughs> so there's that. So he's North Korean, probably, probably. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, this is it's not a new story, honestly. It's uh, you know, there's been a lot of stories like that out there, like that guy who donated sperm and like there was a malfunction in the computer software and they ended up giving his sperm to like too many people. And he ended up fathering like 50 kids in like a small area. I thought you were going to say there's a malfunction in the computer system and it confirmed we were in the matrix. (laughs) Uh, No. So, I mean, this is not a new story, but it's, I mean, I would imagine that it's pretty wild to find out you have 18 half siblings. I mean, that's oh, yeah, kind of totally. wild. And, you know, uh, but fun. I guess you, when you do those sort of tests, you got to sort of go into it thinking like, yeah, I might find out that it's, my parents are not my real parents. And that, uh, you know, I'm a oil tycoon from Nicaragua. <laughs> or something. Yeah. You're open to win the lottery. You're like, 
what's this Rockefeller on here? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I like it. Yep. That's it for today, folks. We want to thank you so much for listening. Where can the fine people see Louis Fox this week? On the 26th of January. You can check me out. I'll be doing a virtual lecture at 4.30 Pacific time. Uh, hit me up. I can give you the Zoom link, and you can watch me teach some magic tricks to some magicians and be really annoyed by their stupid questions. What uh, What's the lecture about? I talk about uh, some t- couple different tricks that I've invented and why I do them the way I do. When is it? The 26th at 4.30 Pacific, so 8.30 uh, island time for you. We will be there. Eric and I will tune in. Excellent. We will watch your magic lecture, man. The, be- the best part is you'll see how annoyed I get at all the questions. <laughs> Don't, man. Come on. <laughs> They're paying money to watch you. Don't get mad. I'll just be like, really? You don't know how that trick works? <laughs> you call yourself a magician. So where, where can they catch you? Uh, I'm going to be still here kicking it on the island of St. Martin on the Dutch side and at the Sunesta Resort doing three shows a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So uh, you want to come to St. Martin? There's nobody here right now and except Eric and I pretty much. And yeah, come out and watch the show. Free booze. Nice. Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday, you can catch Matt swimming. Yes, every day. We're swimming every day, man. We're snorkeled today. We're, we got a car tomorrow. We're going to go to the other side of the island. Yeah, Ooh, we could have an international, international We're living trip. the life, man. So who owns the other side? Is it, you said the it's... The French. The French. Oh, gross. Yeah, I wouldn't go over that's there. That's where the nude beach is. Ah. Yeah, lots of, you know what's crazy is like, you know, lots of scantily clad people in bathing suits that look like dental floss. Like, it's, uh, the bathing suits are crazy, man. You think it was a dental convention, not a tropical island? Pretty much. We saw a bunch of topless people, men and women. Ooh, those men being spicy, taking it off. (laughs) We almost got in a fight today, man. Like, uh, we found two, we found two empty, uh, like, sort of, what are those? chairs like, what do you, you call know, them the things you, you know like in, you know lounge know, chairs chair. you know beach chairs or whatever <laughs> and there was just there was just like towels on the on the chairs but they were like towels that they give you at the hotel so they're just scattered about everywhere mm-hmm. and so we're like nobody's sitting here so we sat down and we're like sleeping and these people come back and they're like did you move our towels these were reserved and i'm like well i'm sorry but like that's, you gotta put down something a little more significant than just like wet towels that they give you at the uh the front desk yeah they're like, this is so i'm like i've been here for I've, i live here and no one's ever done this and they're like <laughs> oh my god and, I'm, and then we were like would you like to sit here and they're like no we don't want to sit here and we're just like laugh we're just like laughing at them my and favorite like, is when they're at your show tomorrow night oh i know it's gonna be rude <laughs> but what i hate is like if you you can't be mad and like also say no to our offer for you to sit down exactly like you can't well, he, have you can't have it both ways here's what you need is like the little restaurant table thing that says reserved and yeah. you should just carry it around with you and put it because that seems super official just hang it over their heads yeah put it on their purse <laughs> but it was like we didn't move any of their personal items it's not like they had like a photo of their family there and we're like yeah move <laughs> you know it. what i like to do i like to snorkel and look at nana's photo album 
right. Anyway, so if you guys want to come out and, uh, you know, have our backs in any fist fights that we get <laughs> on the beach, come on out to St. Martin. Uh, you also, see a cool you... juggling show <laughs> and, and get, in, get in some fisticuffs. <laughs> also, if you want to become a Patreon contributor, you can do so by clicking on the Patreon button on our website, which is oddandoffbeat.com. That's right. For as little as a few bucks a month you get things like postcards from the road you can get matt will send you some dental floss from uh you know it i'll send you a swimsuit slash dental floss from st martin yeah (laughs) and everything in between yeah so uh that's it for today folks we want to thank you so much for listening and we hope you have a weird week we are out bye thanks for listening and stay weird